What's up, Fight Fans? This is Coach Frank of Bullet Club for Life. And you are listening to the FFL podcast on FFL Plus because it's just too sweet. get right into trade of the year i have no idea how the croatian <laughs> commission is going to separate this and come up with it but here we go uh trade of the year the nominees are tj dillashaw and justin gaethje for mighty mouse and tony ferguson wow um I mean, what can you say about about this trade? None of these fighters are on these teams. <laughs> it's hard to keep track of <laughs> yeah. who originated this trade. Yeah, so this was uh, TJ Dillashaw and Justin Gaethje. Um, I, I'm not even sure if that this is correct. I think it was TJ Dillashaw and Tony Ferguson traded for Mighty Mouse and Justin Gaethje. I think that's the that sounds right. That's the correct trade, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a good trade. I just wanted to point out that none of these fighters are still in these fight teams, uh, except El Kakui, who has demanded a trade. So I think we know this one won't be winning, but it was worth acknowledging. Uh, next up, we have Justin Gaethje and Curtis Blades for Dustin Poirier and Brock Laser. Unbelievable trade that is. Yeah, which uh, set the stage for... Justin Gaethje getting traded for Dan Hooker and Jose Aldo. Absolutely. And, uh, and that is a recent trade that has gone through. Uh, and these fighters all remain on their teams. Um, first one of these uh, to be the case. But, uh, yeah, Justin for Dan Hooker and Jose Aldo. And, um, I mean, the performance we've seen from Hooker already, I think, makes, makes it clear that this was a great trade for Team Apex. Oh, incredible trade. I mean, that, that trade is, for from a value standpoint, two starters on your team right away. Love it. Love it. Yeah, love it. Uh, next up, Jorge Gamebred Masvidal traded for Vicente Luque and Jessica Andrade. Um, I'm not sure Luque is – has Luque debuted yet for the Luque, Darst Knights? Luque has not debuted yet. No. Yeah. One of the fighters he has with a Darst choke, keep in mind. Uh, Andrade has debuted. And of course, Masvidal has debuted for uh, Masvidal has debuted for the Bullet Club, Bullet Club uh, yeah. with a big, big victory over Ferguson, um, and uh, then ends up taking a loss uh, recently here. But tremendous, tremendous uh, equity, I think, on both sides there. Next up, Dominic Reyes for Anderson Silva. Uh, big time trade that was made bigger, of course with prime icons becoming a thing something we talked about you and i john very early is this game needs a prime version of anderson silva not just the 41 42 year old version and um you know you talked about man i gotta get him one he's just fun to use but just in case they were to do something like that it would be so sick 
And they did it. They fucking did it. Prime they icons. Did it. Prime icons. Prime Anderson Silva. And he lives currently uh, on the Darth Knights where he was traded for. And um, big time, big time acquisition there for uh, the Darth Knights, who, of course, acquired him before Prime Icons was a thing. Next up, we have Khabib Nurmagomedov leaving the Modesto Nuts for Rob Font, Wonderboy, Anthony Pettis, and Jan Blahovich, plus the, uh, the loan of Marvin Vittori. I mean, what a trade, John. That trade is absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, and I would say that it's paid off. Uh, Nurmagomedov has done a tremendous job. I definitely miss using some of these guys. Uh, all prime, really good starters, uh, or would be uh, on any team. And, um, I mean, if I knew Pettis had that taunt, this trade maybe doesn't happen. But Yeah, uh... <laughs> and uh, again, to your point, there's there's uh, legitimately five, you know, I mean five with the tr- with the, uh, the loan. loan, but but four starters. I mean, all of these guys, and then Pettis, of course, working in multiple divisions. Uh, Jan Blahovich hasn't had the best run in the league, but is absolutely dangerous. We know who Rob Font is. We know how coveted uh, Wonder Boy is. This trade, look, yes. Khabib is amazing, but on paper, what a win this trade was, you know, to get this much back uh, equity-wise. Absolutely. Uh, And speaking of big trades, the Trouble in Paradise trade, George St. Pierre, Alexander, the Mahler Gustafson, and Bobby Knuckles, Robert Whitaker, traded for Israel Adesanya, Leon Edwards, and Brian Ortega. Massive trade uh, made out of necessity to – to keep your fight team afloat and keep things manageable. And I would say that it's paid off for you, man. Yeah. Um, it's very rare that uh, a necessary trade lines up with a perfect trade. It, it doesn't happen often. Um, I think that's just a testament to uh, the nation of domination and the wolf pack having a really good relationship and the ability to, uh, to find the silver lining for both teams. And this trade is, has been amazing. It really has. Uh, our guys are three and zero so far. I know that AJ is really excited to debut some of some of the fighters. We've seen what Robert Whitaker has done in this league already in the hands of AJ. Very scary. Very very scary. Uh, and he's got two debuts to uh, that I'm looking forward to watching as well. Absolutely. Um, so the uh, the Croatian Commission has informed me of the decisions. Uh, we're going to be playing. Uh, the audio, and I'm not sure, I think a representative from each of these trades is going to be coming out. So uh, here we go. Bronze place for trade of the year. Wow. Oh, wow. It's, we haven't heard this one yet, yeah, but I think I know who it is, Max. It's Let Me Breathe by Action Bronson and Alco. Wow. Look at the well, smoke. Well at the played. Smoke. 
well played. Former member of Modesto Nuts, Anderson Silva, comes out to his old entrance music. Of course, he's a member of the Dark Knights right now. The Modesto Nuts received Dominic Reyes for Anderson Silva. Uh, gets the third place bronze nod there. Big time trade. Uh, trading for Anderson Silva right before Prime Icons comes out. I mean... Yeah, and I well, want to thank these guys well done. for. I want to thank these guys so much for staying around the arena after the event. Um, you know, it's there's a lot of obligations in this game, in this fight league, uh, and in 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 this sport in general. And just to see the the class of the fighters that we have on this roster, and then we continue to see from them. So cool to see them staying around for uh, to have a little bit of fun. So just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, I love that, John. I love that. And uh, I loved that trade for the Darce Knights, getting Anderson Silva. Um, and I would trade a lot of things uh, to get Anderson Silva, just putting that out there. Next up, uh, silver place for trade of the year goes to... Ah, here it comes. Oh, yes. You don't have to walk very far. You don't. Here comes. Who's coming out, baby? Wow. Yes, It's it's Wonder Boy coming out to the corporation music. Wow. Somewhere right now, Christian is hitting his head against the wall. Wonder Boy. Remember, good to see you, Remember, Hey. Yeah. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Miss you, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that loss to Usman. Yeah, but you – great effort, man. Great effort. Yeah, you hit him with some clean shots. Clean shots. Hey, man. Yeah, I'll see you later. Yeah, for sure. I'll see you later. Steven, such a good guy, John. What a guy, dude. Yeah, yeah such a good guy. Um, yeah, former member of the corporation is part of that massive package that got me Khabib Nurmagomedov. Uh, and Khabib, of course, has been a part of some of the biggest uh, and best fights I've, I've ever had. So I uh, love having Khabib on the team. He is the leader uh, of the corporation from a fighting fighter standpoint. And, um, yeah, it's, it was a massive trade. I think, we, uh, I think we all know what the trade is. It's going to win gold, but let's find out for sure. The gold place... Trade of the year goes to Wow. The Nation of Domination theme, John. Love it. Of course, it had to be the Trouble in Paradise trade. And oh, it's Israel out of Sanya. Wow. Heavyweight my guy. Hey, champ. Form future champ, come here, man. What's up, wow. man? What's up, Izzy? Good to see yeah. you, man. Izzy, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah, nice to see you, man. Absolutely. Yeah, he wants you that. See fight the shoes, too. Max. You see the yeah, shoes? Yeah, the shoes are so sick. <laughs> yeah. He wants. Yeah, Marvin wants that fight too, brother. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, we'll we'll catch we'll link up later. Yeah, me you and Steven. Yeah, we'll all be there. Yeah, there's a after oh, party. After party, him, man. Izzy is unbelievable, man. Uh, such a great talent, and uh, never would have, never would have predicted Israel Adesanya gets traded. Uh, but he now is part of the Wolfpack. 
uh, coached by you and Trevor Whitman uh, at Onyx currently while the Cabin of Hope is being restored. But, um, yeah, I mean, John, massive trade. You said it. Rare that a trade out of necessity uh, works out so beautifully, but this one does for yeah, both parties, um, for both parties. Couldn't agree more. Uh, we've already seen this uh, trade payoff in dividends for uh, JJ and the Nation of Domination. Robert Whitaker is on an absolute tear right now. And how scary is middleweight right now, Max? I mean, you've got, yeah. of course, Marvin, who's unbelievable. Um, you've got Robert Whitaker. You've got Borz Chemaev in on Team Apex now. You've got, yep. of course, Izzy. Um, you've got Prime Silva in the hands of the Darce Knights. This is a scary division. And, GSP uh, is GSP is still out there. You've got G- GSP. Jared, Jared Cannonier. Of course. How could you forget Cannonier? It's an amazing division. Um, yeah. Yo- yeah. Yoel Yo- 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 Romero. Little Yo- controversy Romero. going on right there, but yeah. Yeah. Honored to be part of uh, this win with, uh, with AJ. Always a class act to deal with and uh, very grateful for this win. Yeah, you guys made history there. Uh, Let's uh, turn it to the ads one more time, and we'll be back to wrap up this massive midseason award show. This portion of the FFL podcast is brought to you by Genshin Impact. And with more, here's John. Thank you for that, Christian. Genshin Impact is a role-action playing game. Published and developed by MiHoYo. This is a game that is free to play and is monetized through gacha game mechanics. And of course, Genshin Impact, developed by the great Kai Hayaoi. And the composer on this specific game is Yu Peng Chen. Of course, everybody knows that Genshin Impact takes place in the fantasy world of Teyvat, which is home to seven distinct nations, each of which is tied to a different element and ruled by a different god. If you go to the PlayStation Store and you purchase the digital version of Genshin Impact, Genshin Impact is free to play. Uh, the promo code FFLplus. will get you uh, multiple avatars inside the game that will be redeemable on June of 2024. Genshin Impact, the only way to win is to play. Genshin Impact, the only way to win is to play. And now for the Genshin Impact win of the year. The nominees are Conor McGregor over Khabib Nurmagomedov, Dagestan Deathmatch at Spin the Wheel 2. Conor McGregor over Khabib Nurmagomedov, 2 at Double or Nothing. Max Holloway over Conor McGregor at Night of Champions 3. And finally, Gokan Saki over John Jones at Bloodsport. The envelope from the Croatian Commission. And the winner in the Genshin Impact win of the year at the Mid-Season Awards is Max Holloway over Conor McGregor at Night of Champions 3. On this night, who can forget Max Holloway won not only the vacant featherweight championship, but he also won Conor McGregor's lightweight championship and the BMF title to become the first triple champion of the season. Max Holloway took a big win there and uh, absolutely deserving. The other nominees, also amazing wins. Genshin Impact, the only way to win 
is to play. All right, so we're going to turn our attention now uh, that we're back to the big three, the big three awards, and that's fight of the year, fighter of the year, and fight team of the year. And um, these are some massive awards, John. They're, they are the biggest. That's the way it works. Uh, and we are going to start with fight of the year. Um, we've got some huge, huge nominees. If you would uh, please do the honors and read them off. Fight of the year. That we're doing? Yep. Fight of the year. And the nominees are Cyril Gunn versus John Jones. This is that Mortal Kombat Annihilation in the Kumite. Habib Nurmagomedov versus Conor McGregor. Spin the Wheel 2. This is the Dagestan Deathmatch. Habib versus Conor 2. Double or nothing. Incredible rematch. Chris Cyborg versus Amanda Nunez. Knight of Champions 3. Double title fight. This fight is also featured on FFL Review on our YouTube page. DC versus Izzy. This is also at Night of Champions 3, both featuring the Corporation and the Nation of Domination. You guys, what a joy to watch those two. Habib versus Volkanowski in the Tough Semis. This fight was absolutely incredible. The grit on Volkanowski in this fight and the Bullet Club, unrivaled in this first uh, in, in, in the FFL in this season. Henan Burrell versus TJ Dillashaw on the Tough Four finale. Another epic, epic battle. Henan Burrell showing out. Jim Miller versus Ruslan Kabilov, one and two. Man, that adds a lot of... <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be good. And then finally, a classic. Jorge Masvidal versus Colby Chaos Covington. That's Team Apex and the NWO Wolfpack in a classic bout. Max, you outdid yourself on this category. The Croatian Commission has their hands absolutely full. I don't know how you pick, but uh, give me your thoughts on some of these fights. Yeah, so first I want to take our attention to the Hinnan Burrell fight. It was Hinnan Burrell versus Corey Sandhagen. The ah, Croatian yes. Commission had a, uh, had a typo in there. Classic. But, uh, yes, it's the, the first of the two fights for the Bantamweight Championship at the Tough Four finale. And, um, yeah, it was, it was an incredible fight. So many – I mean, it, this is so tough. This is yeah. so tough. Um, I expect nothing but, uh, but great fights to win this category, and that's easy to say because these are all great fights. I appreciate your work on FFL Review for Cyborg Nunez and DC Izzy. Definitely brought a greater appreciation to those two fights for myself. Um, I obviously was a part of the Khabib versus Connor fights. Those were unbelievable. Uh, Sirogan versus John Jones. Uh, it's hard to say, but it might actually be underrated at this point. Um, I need to go back and rewatch that because I remember it being unbelievable. But uh, it's, it's now that we've put some distance between ourselves in that fight. Um, I mean, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, I mean, moving down here, we have Khabib versus Volkanovsky, another incredible fight, a little bit more one-sided for most of the fight, but sometimes those are the best fights, right? When it's one-sided and then at the last minute, the other team 
has a chance and you can't believe what you're watching. Miller versus Kabalov one and two, uh, I think are two of the best, uh, two of the best fights on here without any big names in it. And, um, that might be what holds those back, but it was a ton of fun. And then finally, Mazadal Covington just won, uh, you know, commentary of the year because of what an incredible fight it was. So we'll have to see. All right. So, uh, yeah, you're in. All right. So we've got the, uh, the envelope here. Let's get to it. Let's see uh, the bronze place finish. For fight of the year. Are you? Wait a this? second. Who is that? What is this? What is this? Oh, I know this. Wait. Oh, what? I know this. This is. This is the theme to Apex Legends. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's Colby Covington! It's Colby Covington! Oh wow! Mazadal Cup, what a surprise, John! Yeah. A, a great fight, but it takes home bronze place here for fight of the year. I wonder if the commentary helped take it there. Absolutely. Wow. I mean, I gotta tell you guys, it's the person in the booth for this one. It was absolutely everything an amazing fight would you would want to have. It was back and forth. Both fight teams had a chance the entire time. Um, Masvidal just clearly outstriking Covington, as you would expect, doing so much damage, knocking Covington down so many times until Jeff and Coach A and Colby Covington found that pocket of success, which was taking Masvidal down with a judo toss, going into you ground and pound. You know the routine, and Mazadal absolutely had to hang on for dear life several times. An incredible fight. This crowd is losing their minds, absolutely. Bronze place, Mazadal Covington. Bit of a surprise there, but you love to see uh, you love to see Colby and Coach A getting some recognition there, John. Yeah, uh, absolute classic war. Um, a lot of back and forths in this fight. It's a great fight. It's a fantastic fight. It had everything you wanted. Listen, uh, fight of the year is going to be something that has a good mix of commentary and moments in the fight. Um, so absolutely deserving to be in the bronze position here. Absolutely. And uh, with that, silver place, fight of the year goes to. Wow. <laughs> Oh, my God. Look at Alexander Volkanovsky in the suit. The Bullet Club, baby. Bullet Club from the, the Ultimate Fighter semis. Again, a bit of a shocker here, John. If, yeah. you, think of, if you think about, I think the, the Croatian Commission is definitely saying that some of these amazing fights that didn't have commentary maybe. Maybe that's holding him back. This was an incredible, incredible performance by both fighters. An incredible performance by you in uh, the booth. Definitely underrated, I believe. This can't happen. That moment where, where uh, Volkanovsky gets on top uh, and lands ground and pound and Khabib, you know, 
takes a lot of head damage. Of course, this forced him out of the finale. Uh, Khabib and Volkanovski. And I'm ready for the gold, if you're ready for the gold, John. So ready. The gold place for fight of the year goes to Wow. We had to see this coming. Oh my god, there's Khabib coming out to the Wolfpack song. Wow, we were we were teased a bit there. I thought we might see Connor. We haven't seen Connor for some time. But uh fight of the year had to be, of course, the Dagestan death match. That second round of that fight is still the greatest fight I've ever been a part of, John. It takes two to tango, though. You were a massive part of what we saw there. And uh, hats off to you for not only being a part of the fight of the year, but uh, winning the fight of the year. An amazing performance. So. Well, I appreciate that. One of, one of the most classic fights we've ever seen. Um, like I said, it takes two to tango. And uh, that fight had everything you wanted in it from beginning, middle, and end. So... Couldn't have said it better than you, man. It was epic. Yep, absolutely. Um, We move on now to Fighter of the Year. Fighter of the Year. This is uh, another stacked stacked category here. Let's get going. Uh, The nominees for Fighter of the Year are Hinnan Barrow, 5-1 Bantamweight Champion. Uh, Hinnan, uh, quick on the scene, just outside of the prospect measurement as he's got six fights in, um, you know, took the loss to Rob Font and since then has looked absolutely unbeatable. Not surprised to see him on here. Next up, uh, Kamaru Usman, current welterweight champion, uh, sitting at 8-0, and undefeated, has defended his title now. Uh, twice, once against Leon Edwards, once against Nate Diaz. Of How course, got the tick from these guys. Yeah, I got the title from Nate Diaz. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. Uh, next up, Brandon Moreno, uh, eight and one flyweight champ. Of course, he was a part of the uh, the biggest upset of the year so far. But other than that small blemish, again, has looked absolutely unbeatable at flyweight. Uh, he's got. Uh, some new blood in that division, some new blood in some new places in that division with Figgy and T-Jaw, T-Jaw, TJ. T-Jaw, wow, new nickname. <laughs> with Figgy and TJ in different spots, it'll be interesting to see there. He did have a close fight uh, with Henry Cejudo, um, but overall, Brandon Moreno looks unstoppable at this point. Uh, and last but not least... Max Holloway at 9-0, the featherweight and BMF, baddest motherfucker uh, champion. He is the former lightweight champion, relinquished the belt rather than losing it. Uh, And, I mean, who can forget these last two BMF title defenses against Pettis and Sugar Sean? He's looked really good on the year. He is the only man to have defeated Conor McGregor this season. Um, And he looks like he... uh, could be the front runner here, but some big fights. Wait a second, John. Wait. Wow. John, I've just received communication from uh, the Croatian Commission. 
Wow. Folks, this is, uh, this is breaking news. Um, prior to this award show, I'm, I'm just reading this off of a, a release sent to me by the Croatian Commission. Prior to this award show, uh, one of the interns on the Croatian Commission reached out to Conor McGregor to ask him uh, what he would need um, tonight as far as in his dressing room. This intern did not know that Conor McGregor has been on a hiatus and it has not been present. Um, and Conor McGregor, of course, did not reach back out to him. The Croatian Commission then decided to remove Conor from the Fighter of the Year running. Uh, but I've just received word that there is a fifth nominee to Fighter of the Year because Conor McGregor got back to them and said, I'm not coming to that fucking award show. Well, you can so send you can send you can send my award to my address. Uh, so with that, I think they understood that he planned on taking home something. So the fifth and final nominee to Fighter of the Year is the notorious Conor McGregor. When you look at the record, I mean it's it's laughable. Seventeen and one across three divisions, of course. And he is the former lightweight and baddest motherfucker champion. Wow. So those are the nominees, John. Um, I have to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Um, you're not going to hear me talk about Conor McGregor. So uh, regardless of if he's in this category or not, we're not going to be speaking about him. Um, Brennan, absolutely deserving. Eight and one. Uh, the one blemish was uh, that – shocker of the year it could have easily been um could have easily been i know at this point so very deserving very dominant champion at flyweight uh kamara usman under the radar man just had has had some epic wars with nate diaz and some other fighters um he's he's completely battle tested there's no one who's been close to uh dethroning kamara usman and then you got max holloway at the top uh looks like a world beater has beat the uh, the guy with the most wins in the league. Um, Hennon Burrell, definitely well-deserving to be on this list. He went through the ringer in tough to get all the way to the top and beat Corey Sanhagen twice to do it. He beat uh, Piotr Jan. He's, he absolutely deserves to be on this list. But if I'm being honest, Max, Max Blessed Holloway is the fighter of the year right now. He's undefeated. He's beaten the toughest task in the league, Conor McGregor. So, to me, it's got to be Max Holloway. He could easily be the lightweight champ, the featherweight and BMF champ right now. Um, it's Max Holloway. And with that, we will take it to the envelopes. Bronze place for Fighter of the Year is... We've heard this a few times. Oh, he looks so good in that suit. It's Kamaru Usman. Usman, the welterweight champ, John, comes in at bronze here. And you have to say, you have to say that, uh, you know, he's had, he's had some interesting nights 
in this in this league so far. He's had some nights where he looked absolutely unbelievable. He's had some nights where he's been tested. Uh, you know, he's had a couple of title defenses there. Kamaru Usman takes the bronze. And a uh, little bit of a surprise to me, if I'm being honest, John. I'm trying to think about uh, how this shakes out between silver and gold is, uh, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. What are your thoughts yeah. on Kamaru? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I mean, Kamaru, absolutely deserving fire of the year. The only thing I can think of is that because he hasn't had the exposure of maybe some of these other fighters, um, has gone a little bit quiet to the commission. So I guess I could see it. I could see the fact that the 8-0 is a little bit quiet. Um, but, man, so deserving. Uh, a little bit surprised it's only bronze, but I'm, I'm eager to see what the commission says about these next two. Yeah, here we go. Uh, silver place for fighter of the year. It is. Oh, wow. Really? Are you guys serious? You want me to? I'm supposed to read this? Oh, my God. All right. So silver place for fighter of the year goes goes to. Croatian commission, the Croatian commission is giving the silver place to both Brandon Moreno and Conor McGregor. They, they, oh wow. You guys are fucking unbelievable. This is such bullshit. They, uh, what's going on? Folks, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for the uh, lack of professionalism here. Uh, just with everything that's been going on with the NWO Wolfpack and my friend John Scarmato, it just, it's this little bullshit. It's like, why is this happening? So there's one trophy. They couldn't even spring for four trophies uh, because of the tie. And the trophy says Conor McGregor, even though Brandon Moreno and Connor are both silver place here. I I don't know what to say, man. I mean, I know this is not you, but uh, yeah, man, it definitely puts a little bit of a damper on this uh, for me. But yeah, let, let gotta me be, let, gotta be respectful here. So to the let process. me and, let me at least highlight how good Brandon Moreno has been. He's got a victory over TJ Dillashaw when he was part of the NWO, over Davison Figueredo when he fought for the Nation of Domination, over Henry Cejudo, two victories over Mighty Mouse. Brandon Moreno is so talented so far and could easily, easily end up with 20-plus victories this season. Uh, and I think we will see exactly that um, I don't see anyone beating Brandon Moreno at flyweight. I do think that he'll have a couple of people challenge him. I think the TJ, uh, the TJ matchup uh, in some new hands is interesting. I think, like I said, I'm going to work with Davison, and we're going to give Moreno, you know, one of the toughest fights anyone can give. But uh, Brandon Moreno is just so big and so talented. I don't see anyone beating him. Um, and I know that 
you know, you have no intention on speaking about the other individual, but he is 17 and one across three divisions. Uh, he did win the lightweight and the BMF title. Um, you know, he's beaten Khabib Nurmagomedov twice, uh, which no one else has been able to do yet. Um, just the one blemish against Max Holloway in an extremely close fight. Uh, he defended the BMF title so many times. Uh, Conor McGregor has had an incredible run this year. And uh, I think if he had been around over the last few weeks, if he had fought in the Ultimate Fighter finale, uh, I, I think he would have pretty easily won this award. But um, nevertheless, that's silver place. Let's just get to gold place and, uh, and move on. Gold place, fight of the year. There he is. It's Max Holloway. Max Holloway. Looking hey, good. He's looking hey. good. Wow. Yeah. What's up, Max? Hey, what's up, man? Pleasure. Pleasure. Yeah. He's got both of those belts. He's looking good following the fight with Sean. Yeah, you look great, man. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Thanks, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Steven. Uh, Steven's going to come through. Izzy's going to come through. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it, man. Hey, thanks for, thanks for doing what you did with Brian, man. Thanks for helping him out there. Appreciate you. No, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, Max is uh, – he's a stand-up guy, and I think you said it, Johnny. He received uh, a lot of um, notoriety, I think, from that win over Conor McGregor, and it was a little bit radio silent. Uh, and since then, has had three uh, – beautiful performances with the knockout over Sadiq Youssef followed that up with the uh, knockout of Anthony Pettis followed that up with, you know, the flawless victory basically against Sugar Sean O'Malley. Um, so very proud of Max and everything he's accomplished uh, this year um, could easily, like you said, be the lightweight champ. Um, but, you know, uh, Islam is uh, appreciative of Max not wanting to hold up the division and, uh, what more can you say about blessed? The best is blessed. Yeah. Jo Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, final, uh, final award here. Uh, just two nominees, partly because a lot of fight teams haven't updated their statistics, but also it's really early. Uh, again, this is just a uh, hypothetical award here, hypothetical gold, but uh, fight team of the year. Um we're just going to talk about the gold place, the team that wins. Uh, it's it's right now neck and neck uh, between the corporation and the NWO Wolfpack, but I honestly don't think it's that close. I was supposed to read it because it says neck and neck on the teleprompter. Uh, but you see there's a 10-win differential in victories, uh, a nine-loss differential in the L column. The corporation comes in 71-23. and 23. When you think of that record and the fact that it's very close to 100 total fights, that's unbelievable. Uh, the corporation does have the most champions on roster right now, uh, seven champions. Uh, if you count all the champions that were traded, uh, the corporation has had 10 total champions this year. Um, and uh, champions that lost their titles as well. So that includes like Piotr Jan um, and Amanda Nunez, Michelle Waterson. So, 10 total champions on the year for the corporation. And, uh, you know, we've had a really good year. We've definitely taken some tough losses. You know, we showed up on the upsets of the year uh, multiple times. Um, 
we've we've you know lost with some fighters we haven't lost with before but overall it's been a successful year i'd be crazy to think otherwise uh but to me fight team of the year is and should be the nwo wolfpack not just for the performances not just because you've got over 80 victories 81 victories and only 14 losses um not just because you have four champions right now and you've had eight champions this year um let's not forget your heavyweight and lightweight champion uh was suspended um and had the titles stripped never lost john jones still undefeated making his uh making his return very soon um at bloodsport which is taking place right now um it's it's got to be the nwl wolfpack here john the words are so kind, Max. Um, I really appreciate it. I really do. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm unbelievably proud of our fight team, uh, regardless of the record, regardless of the titles. I'm most proud of my team from, uh, because of the adversity we've, we have faced and how yep. we have come back from that and we continue to uh, forge forward. And I think we're, uh, we're on the precipice of some really exciting things happening for our team I got to give you a ton of kudos. Um, the entire season so far has been uh, a great pacing back and forth. You know, you, you win a couple, I win some, we fight each other, we trade back and forth fighting each other. Uh, it's just been an absolute pleasure to, uh, to go against you and, uh, and to be in the league with you. And then using, using your, your team's record as motivation in my fight camps, right? We actually, um, we, we don't shy away from sharing that with our fight teams, right? It's in the Onyx Sports Gym. We have the rankings. We have the uh, wins and losses. Um, and it definitely motivates me when I see the success of the corporation and um, makes us push just a little bit harder. So I got to give you a ton of credit. Um, the amount of titles you've held, uh, the movements you've made on your team, um, and just your ability to reinvent yourself with different fighters has been incredible. And uh, look, it's a close race. And this is the half, you know, this is the mid-season awards. This could look very different by the end of the season. Um, so just happy to be on the list. Yes, and I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm sure it will look different as uh, other fighters keep their wins and losses updated. Um, you know, somebody doing a very good job at that right now is certainly uh, the Bullet Club. Uh, Savage Joe's, the Dark Knights already is doing a really good job. Um, and as we uh, get closer to the end of the season and the season wraps up here, um, I expect, you know, we could see some shakeup, absolutely. But I think everything the NWO Wolfpack has gone through with Trouble in Paradise and what you're dealing with now with Paradise Lost, um, to combine that with an 81-14 and 14 record, four champions um, still have some undefeated fighters. I mean, it's gotta be let's, let's hear it. The fight team of the year at the mid season point is. Congratulations, my friend. Thank you so well, much. Well-deserved. Oh my God. Wow. Look at him, John. It's your whole team. Yeah, and it's a special man. It's up, guys. Team. Yes. And wow, oh, man. Wow, Leon Edwards hold, holding something in his hand. What is he holding? Oh man. Oh, it's a picture of Holly. Wow. 
Wow. And here comes the rest of the fighters from the back. The rest of the fighters from the back giving you a round of applause right now. Thank you, guys. Yeah, what an an incredible award show. Thanks for staying. Yes, thanks, guys. The after party, yes, yes, it is in Islam. The after parties in Islam. Oh, look at Hasbullah. Hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Yes, the after parties in Wonder Boy is really into it, huh? Yeah, we'll see you there. Wonder Boy has Hasbullah on his shoulders. What an incredible show, John. John, it's been great, bro. Hey, man, thanks so much for having me. Fight forever, baby. Fight forever. You only get this content right here on the Fight Forever League podcast exclusively. Yeah, He's the third no. king! Yeah, He's the yeah. third king! Yo, 